When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to puke. Welcome, Welcome to Draft, draft Vice. Ah, well, we're going to try to do this at the same yeah, time. Yes. I didn't know that. I All know right, if you yeah. want me to or what? Yeah, welcome to Draft Vice. We don't do retakes here. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, welcome to the quarantine edition of Draft Vice. Uh, this could be our last episode. It could be. We might we might be stuck or we will be permanently stuck here. They might so start that shutting means, down the roads. So that means more content. Yeah, we're actually at ground zero. We're like in the area of all the corona, too. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's really bad. We're like, like what Wuhan, China was two months ago. You know, so we're about I, to become Wuhan, China soon. I remember I saw a video like it was like how crazy Wuhan was. People are going crazy. I'm like, it sucks for them, but now my, how the turntables, dude. I remember doing a coronavirus joke like in January, yeah. and now it's here. Yeah, I'm like no. oh, it's it's not like a Santa's here. No, like you get something for it. I no, it's it's like oh, we are we're dealing with this shit. No, I had a joke I was gonna tell at some mics this week before they got canceled it was about like how i kind of want to get it just it's like just to show people it's not that bad but i'm not gonna tell it anymore because now i might actually get it and i don't want to jinx it yeah and then like you know the big worry is that you get it and you kill your family with it that's that's the sad morbid part of it but let's not think about killing each other's families or our own families let's think about football. killing your family what exactly yeah yeah, um, the NFL has not pushed back the date as of right now is the new league year, which I'm kind of happy with. We need some entertainment in life. Everything's canceled. There's no reason to cancel the start of the new league year. Tom Hanks got it. Dude, Tom Hanks, man. Now, I remember like Tom Hanks, he posted an update. He goes, remember, there's no crying in baseball. And then somebody replied, there's also no baseball. <laughs> So, yeah, we're back at Draft Vice. The league year is now. Uh, dude, there's so much news. Everybody's either getting released, an extension. Uh, franchise tags. Franchise tags, yeah. They got five tags that got released this week. There was uh, Justin Simmons of the Denver Broncos. There was Hunter Yannick, Henry. Hunter Henry, yes. Well, we're going to talk about Hunter Henry more later on this episode, but he's right. Hunter Henry got uh, got franchise tagged. Yannick Ngakwe, another guy we're going to talk about this episode, was franchise tagged for the Jaguars. Uh, Matt Judon got uh, franchise tagged of the Baltimore Ravens. There's all everybody's getting franchise tagged, right? Mostly defensive players. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, and Brandon Sheriff, the other guy who's not a defensive player. So it's it's sixty percent defensive and and forty percent offensive. Brandon Sheriff, a guard, that's a rarity for guards to get franchise yeah. tagged. Why? Because that's not usually like a good price point for a guard, right? Like it's you know usually it's at the offensive lineman's uh uh like rate. Like usually it's like the highest offense, the top five offensive linemen, which are usually tackles. So if you're you're franchise tagging a guard, it's a lot of money to spend one year yep. on a guard. So Sheriff's. Uh, franchise tag Gakwe. We got uh, Hunter Henry. We got Matt Judon, and we got Justin Simmons. And two of those teams that franchise tag players, we're going to talk about today. We're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're talking about the San Di Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Um. But before we get into that, dude, so much news. All the news. There's yeah. just ridiculous amounts of news. I think the top one is Ryan Tannehill got an extension, like a big money extension. Like, they committed legit money to this guy for the next few years. Talking about a four-year deal. Uh, there's $60 million in guarantees, $90 million, $90 million in total guarantees, $60 million in in uh, total, like, in uh, in fully guaranteed money. So, uh, about $30 million of that is injury guarantee. 
they're not going to be able to get out of this deal uh, for the next two or three years. So if this ends up being like a Nick Foles situation, like last year with the Jaguars, yep. that's that's a lockup, man. That's a, that's gonna that's gonna screw your team over a bit. And you're gonna have to look at rebuild mode. Which, to be honest, it's the Titans. Uh, who knows how, when they're feeling like they're in rebuild mode? It felt like they were in rebuild mode years ago. So there's that. They released Delaney Walker, the Titans' uh, tight end, the the historic tight end. Man, he's he's like 192 years old. Uh, but they let him go. That's sad. Delaney Walker, man, he's that, very good for them for a bunch of years. He was very good. He was. I, and, I remember when he was that promising backup to Vernon Davis. That's how old I am, dude. I don't remember. That's how long ago. It was. Wow. Like you're, you just got better memory. That's how old I'm getting. I'm, I, I've actually contracted dementia at this point. Uh, that's why we have notes all around the room. You just can't see them. I'm like now going to look at the ceiling for the next note. And then we could wipe our ass with the notes when we're out of toilet paper. We actually printed it on toilet paper. Like we just bought so much toilet paper, we had to use it to print the notes on. And now we're going to wipe our ass with it later. Those are those are like more rolls of toilet paper are now more valuable than stocks. I know. So. Well, considering how bad it's gotten for some stocks, too. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but uh, <laughs> the stock market's been taking quite a hit, especially oil. Like, you can't get oil for... Uh, now, like, you can buy oil for, like, cheaper than it is to buy sneakers. And it doesn't, like, it doesn't cost anything to, like... It's not like you require a little child to make the oil, like sneakers do. So anyway, what we were talking about news, Quentin Spain of the Bills got an extension. There's a lot of extension talk. A lot of guys got released. You got Matt Judon. Uh, no, Matt Judon. Jimmy Graham got released. Also, fellow tight end Gronkowski signed with the WWE. Well, that's going to be fun. He uh, just is like he stopped playing football to get you know, to recover from CTE. Now he's going to be getting kicked in the head and body slam. That's... Exactly. It's it's going to be. And by the way, if you can't tell, he's this far away from me in the room. Social try... distancing. Yeah, exactly. The whole three feet of social distancing we're trying to do here. Um, it's going to be like the thing. We're just going to be like the last two survivors, you know, just sharing a bottle of vodka. One of us could be the carrier. Exactly. Just, we just can't, uh, everybody else dies off, and it's just me and Harry and the, yeah. the, the oh, like we uh, we get two gingers to to repopulate the world, yeah. and it's like oh, we got to find a woman yeah, now. We're, yeah, we're the last two uh, ginger vice. Yeah, last well, yeah, last two <laughs> comics, last two comics left, and I still won't be able to get booked. Yeah. Um. So we're talking about, uh, oh, also the XFL, because we're talking about coronavirus. XFL got canceled, everybody. That's it. it. And not because somebody posted a bad tweet. Oh. Although, Andrew, uh, you know, we could get there. Although, uh, they're also guaranteeing everybody's, uh, everybody's salaries for the XFL. So... At least that's nice of them. Oliver Luck said they're they're all guaranteed for the salaries. They're also allowed to sign with any NFL teams going into next year. Uh, I you know somebody was saying that they actually had a very big opportunity there with the XFL because they weren't getting a lot of attendance at games, and really what they were making their money on was the was the thing being on TV. So they could have probably shut down a little bit more. Like they could have found a way to work around it. Now I don't know because you have to test everybody. Yeah, that's the dangers with it. It's because you have fifty-two. You know, I don't know how many people are on the XFL roster. To be but honest, but they're coming close contact with everybody. Yeah, they're gra- uh, grabbing each other. Are you testing them every game. Like you never know if they're going to get it next week. So I don't. It, there's a good question there as to whether the XFL could have continued through quarantine. Uh, you know, like the uh, like arena football almost. Um. Calais Campbell got traded. Yes, now a Baltimore Raven. Yeah, former uh, former uh, Jacksonville Jaguar. Yes, that's the team. And we're talking about that team today. Yes. <laughs> uh, just to give you a couple of other things, the the CBA has been agreed to. 
Uh, Cordy Glenn was released of uh, the Bengals. Uh, Ricky Wagner was released of the the Detroit Lions, their right tackle. And then Anthony Costanzo was given an extension by the, the Indianapolis Colts. And they gave him a really good deal. This has changed the tackle market that's out there. I don't think Costanzo was ever actually an option for anybody but the Colts, though. I think this just, A, his deal set the market tone. It was a, it was a $34 million deal. Uh, that's not the full guarantees. I think it's only $24 million in guarantees. So, listen, man, that's a lot of money to be just sitting. You know, it's a lot of money now for tackles to have to try to get up to. It's $17 million a year. Uh, we're also looking at, you know, again, like there's more tackles on the market. You know, Cordy Glenn's played okay when he's been healthy, but he hasn't always been healthy. Ricky Wagner, uh, you know, he was good when he was on the Ravens. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know. I think, he, you know, everything comes down to scheme and scheme fit. Again, we've just we've increased the depth of the tackle market, so I, I think in general, I think that's created. Uh, I think there was uh, were there any other names on here? Uh, Delaney Walker gone. Quentin Spain's given an extension. We went over the franchise tags. Let's get into some of the teams because we talked about Calais Campbell being uh, traded to the Ravens. I think we got to talk about these Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's do it because this team is going crazy. You know, they, they now they're tagging in Gawkway. They uh, they trade away AJ Bouye for a fourth rounder. They're trading away Calais Campbell for a fifth rounder. They're just trying to collect picks. I think I think it's rebuild mode for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. And I, I think it makes sense. Like first off, you're not going to get anywhere with Nick Foles, right? You just no. know that. Yeah. Like, I, 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 it should have been clear before you signed him. You went with him anyway. You're like, hey, you won a Super Bowl. We're going to get his old uh, his old QB coach to be the offensive coordinator. And it didn't work out. Shocking. Nope. Now, you gave him a, a, an albatross of a contract. You're probably going to have to trade somebody a pick to get them to take it on because they don't have a lot of cap space. Nope, they don't. They have about $15 million in cap space after the A.J. Bouye trade. The Calais Campbell trade probably puts them up into the 30s. Um, I think it's just time to get just start dumping guys. At this point, they don't have Bouye. They, uh, they got rid of Jalen Ramsey. They have uh, two first-round picks and a high second-round pick. They got a lot of picks in this draft. It sounds like it's rebuild mode. Yeah. Now, do you want the guys who are in charge of this rebuild to be the guys who are there is the real question, right? Do you really want Dave Caldwell to be in charge of a rebuild for the, the Jacksonville Jaguars? The guy who – now, granted, some people think Tom Coughlin was the reason why they gave him gave Nick Foles that big deal. Like, that was a Tom Coughlin thing. They're done with Tom Coughlin. They still have Caldwell, and they still have Doug Marone. And I kind of like Marone. He's a good coach, but he he does he might like rub some players the wrong way. That's I think that's why he got kicked out of Buffalo so early. Well, he left yeah. Buffalo. He opted out. He had an opt-out in his contract, and he wanted to get out of there. So I, I don't know. Doug Marone, I've heard a lot of different opinions. If you're a Bills fan, you really don't like him. Uh, even though he got them to a winning season. Didn't they have yeah. a winning season when I think he was there? Like a I was like, no, I think they were like 500, but that was like their first 500 season, like forever. I, I thought he, had, I thought he was like a I'm, nine win season or a ten win season, his last season there, and then he opted out of his contract. I gotta look that up. We're we're not gonna get deep into Marone's old job. We're talking about his, his current, current job, job. dude. He, and everybody thought he was getting fired this year anyway. So I honestly think you gotta go full rebuild, right? You gotta take the players who you think are gonna be there for the long haul, and keep them. Like Yannick and they're keeping him. Or they might trade him. You never know. Maybe they'll get another pick for him. That might be their their plan right now. Is listen, we're gonna go full rebuild. We're gonna go ahead. We're gonna trade away anything for any asset we can. Like I think the big rumor so far was that they were gonna trade Yannick Ngakwe with the tag. They were gonna tag and trade him, which 
you know, a lot of players don't like because they're now losing that opportunity to pick where they're going to be. But at least you're still getting money for him, right? He, uh, he still gets money for being there. You know, it's a it's a fully guaranteed contract for one year. Uh, I think they're going to probably trade him for a third rounder or for you know try and get something out of him so that they could do something now, right? Instead of having to wait till next year and and get a uh, compensatory pick out of him, they're trying to get something for him now. So what are they going to get out of that? And maybe they can get a third, maybe they can get a second, right? I think it's what they're really looking for is to build up this team. Uh, the offensive line's not bad, right? They got a, It's a weird offensive line. They didn't play well last year, though. Uh, I think you got to fix Cam Robinson. You know, either get rid of him, get a new guy in at left tackle. I like the right tackle, Juwan. Uh, uh, was it Juwan James? Who the, not Juwan James. Uh uh, the right tackle Juwan is good. Uh, they drafted him last year in the second round. They got Lin, uh, they got Linder at uh, Brandon Linder playing center. Now he's got no guaranteed money left on his contract. So if they wanted to trade or cut him, that's an option. So they can clear up that would clear up about eight million dollars in cap space. Uh, they do have Andrew Norwell, who they signed out of free agency as a guard, who who's coming out of Carolina. He's still got some guaranteed money left on the contract. Still got some, you know, if they cut him, they'd have a lot of dead cap. But maybe they can get a pick for him, too. Uh, and also the question comes down to what are they doing at quarterback? Like, clearly Nick Foles isn't the answer. Are they just going to go forward Gardner Minshew? I think that's an option. Gardner Minshew did play very well in Nick Foles' absence last year. Nick Foles came back. You know, they he wasn't up to what they – even after he came back, he wasn't playing up to what they hoped he would be, and they ended up going with Minshew towards the end of the year. So I think they go with Minshew. And not only that, he looks good in jorts, and he's got a mu- he's got a good mustache. Like he knows how to rock the mustache. Like a everybody. true Florida man. He well, he definitely looks like he's from Florida. He 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 literally does look like like oh, who's the quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars? A legend. That's who they. Had does. Nick, they had Nick Foles, who uh, was a legend in his own right, but now they have a even bigger legend now. Um, so like I was saying, they trade away Ramsey for two firsts. They uh, they got a few extra picks in this draft. Do they get a lot of picks? They do. They got two first rounders, a second rounder, a third rounder, a fourth rounder. They're gonna have two fifth rounders, two sixth rounders, a seventh rounder. This is gonna be a very like, and I think that the plan here should just be do full rebuild. If they could trade down, trade down, get picks for next year as well. This is where you go ahead and rebuild your team. Like you no longer have Jalen Ramsey, you no longer have AJ Bouye, no longer have Calais Campbell. Exactly. So you clearly trade away Yannick Ngakwe, get as many top 100 picks as you can, uh, and, and try to rebuild this team. Really try to turn this team into a contender. If you, you don't like your quarterback situation, get a quarterback. If you don't like, you know, and maybe or build up for next year to try and get a quarterback. You know, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, somebody in next year's draft. But you got to start building assets. You got to start building this team forward. Uh, you know, and their defense, like, they, they had a historic defense at one point with this yep. team. This team w- went all the way to the AFC Championship game with Very that well defense. Very well could have went to the Super Bowl. They were not far off, everybody. They were not far off. You got Leonard Fournette. Could you get anything for Leonard Fournette in a trade? Because I think this is the, the time of the full rebuild for them. And they got to figure out, all right, fine, Leonard Fournette's gonna, not going to work for us. Can we get anything for him? Can they get anything for any of these players? And then either clear out as much cap space as you can and try to roll it forward they uh they've got a very they got a very good offense like i said it's a very potent offensive line there's enough there where you go this should be better than what it's played at they got interesting wide receivers but they don't have great wide receivers yeah. they got dj chark who i like dd westbrook who's shown promise and then he's just not 
but they've never all put it together. Like DJ Shark played really well with Gardner Minshew. DD Westbrook played okay like the last couple of years, but then like he falls off. He's played well out of the slot. You heard a lot more like from him. They got Chris Conley, who they signed out of Kansas City. They got a lot of young pieces. Uh, I think everybody still thinks they need to build up receiver. Uh, I, I think that the, uh, they definitely need to get a quarterback, and they got to just build up more assets on that team. Corner, they got to get better at coverage because, again, they just lost corners too, right? So, like, if Jeffrey Okuda falls, I don't see him falling past nine. If uh, maybe they take a Justin Simmons, uh, not Justin Simmons, um, Isaiah Simmons, uh, the linebacker safety hybrid war uh, warrior player out of, uh, out of Clemson, you know, I, and again, these guys have two first-round picks. They got a top ten pick, pick number eight, and then they also or is it pick number nine, pick number nine, um, and then they also got pick eighteen, or pick twenty. I'm sorry, pick twenty. <laughs> I should have looked at the notes. Well, why have notes if you're not going to look at them, right? So yeah, we have uh, again two first-rounders. I think they should trade down. Like anybody who wants to get Herbert, if Herbert's still there at nine, they should trade down. And then try to accumulate more picks. Try to fill out the roster. Do what the Browns did a couple years ago. What the Dolphins have been trying to do. Make yourself a competitive team with the the value that comes out of these draft picks. So, I don't even think they should sign free agents this year. I think they should just try and get whatever they can in the draft and try to build up a very young team. And try to make it sustainable going forward. Like I said, you got two first-round picks this year. You got two first-round picks next year. You have a lot of pieces. I think it's a team that... it it makes sense to try to focus on a rebuild and they don't have a lot of money. And that's what the benefit of waiting until next year gets you is you're going to have more money. You're going to have a lot more players. And as you trade away, you know, if they are trading away Yannick and Gakwe, that means full rebuild. Yeah. And I think it really is a full rebuild. Oh, it doesn't mean that you're going away from the rebuild. If you keep in either. Cause again, he's young, good pass rusher. And again, if they can get more pieces in that, that defense and more pieces in that offense. I think it'll be an interesting team to, to and if they can get a higher pick, they get like a second rounder for Yannick, which I think they could. Yeah. It's a very possible thing. If a team is desperate, especially this year at, in the NFL draft, there's no pass rushers, everybody. There's nobody. There's two. It's one, really. There's Chase Young. You're not getting him with a second rounder. And there's a lot of interesting guys who are second round guys, but like, you know, like the uh, uh, Caleb on Chase on the LSU guy interesting i don't know if you really like if you feel comfortable with him as your main pass rusher going into next year if he's the guy you, you draft uh there's aj at vanessa out of iowa there's a lot of other guys uh josh uche uh terrell lewis there's there's uh, julian aquara there's a lot of guys who are interesting but there's nobody outside of uh chase young who you feel comfortable going into next year as your main pass rusher so, a lot of good corners in this draft. I think they should focus on trying to, like, maybe they're the ones who try to go for the full coverage thing and try to just try to build as many guys as you can into your, your defense. And then and get some a lot of good receivers. Use this as a good year to get as many receivers as you can in this draft as well. Build up your, your defense, build up your offense, and then hopefully you get a quarterback. Maybe even if you're not going to take one in the first round, maybe take a Jake Fromm in, like, the third or fourth. Yeah. Get get something, uh, Jalen Hurts, right? Get get somebody who could play somewhere and do something. Like maybe you could build an offense around. Like again, Jalen Hurts, interesting pickup yeah. if they get him later, uh, in a like a third or fourth round scenario, and just try to take shots at quarterback, 
And then when you feel like you're ready to really get the quarterback, that's when you take the step forward. Anyway, so Jacksonville, full rebuild mode. But we also got another team we're talking about, right? Another team that was very, uh, very big newsy team. Got rid of some players. Brandon Mebane, Thomas Davis, Travis Benjamin. I'm talking the Sa- Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers, everybody. Um, no Phillip Rivers, man. It's going to nope. be weird. First time in, what, 15 years? Or- yeah, it's going to be interesting. They got Tyrod Taylor on the roster. They're the team that I feel is like, wow, you can go anywhere with this team, yeah. right? They're, they have a good defense, a good core of defensive players. they got Joey Bosa, who's like kind of coming up to the last years of his deal on his rookie contract. they got uh, Ingram. They got, they got Melvin Ingram, who uh, a very good pass rusher as well. They drafted a defensive tackle last year in the, the first round. They got Derwin James, who's a great pa- uh, great, great safety. Great safety, but he's like he—he's all around a great, like all around great player. Like it's, he's a defensive weapon. Like when people talk about Isaiah Simmons, this is the guy who was Isaiah Simmons before Isaiah Simmons, and he—he he rushed think- the passer. He's great in coverage. He could shut down a tight end. He could play free safety. He could play strong safety. He could play linebacker. He gives that defense such a great weapon. You know, I, I think they do need a little bit more defensive tackle depth. But overall, man, this is a, you know, they got rid of uh, Thomas Davis. They, they uh, I think they're trying to get Perriman to go to a, do a, a cheaper extension. They got Casey Hayward, good corner. He's played very well for them since they got him out of Green Bay. It's, the defense looks like it's potent. Like, this is the time to strike now. They got a top, was it six pick? They got the six yeah. pick overall. Um, They got Tyrod Taylor on the roster. They, I think they can be the team that makes a run for Cam Newton. Very well, could be. Um, Jameis Winston, maybe. Jameis Winston be an interesting one as well. I, I you know, you got Keenan Allen, very good route great runner, receiver. great receiver. Uh, you got Mike Williams. So you got a lot of weapons there. Austin Eckler, great receiving running back. And they just gave him an extension. Everybody, they gave him an extension. He's got he's got the chops out of the backfield. Six million dollars a year deal. So a discount compared to the free agent who's running back that's leaving them in free agency, Melvin Gordon who's probably looking for a $10 million deal. Uh, he's rumored to be, like, attached to, you were saying, the Dolphins, right? Yep. Yeah, so that's a, you know, I, that's an interesting guy to think about going into free agency, where he lands, because he's a very unique style running back, probably in that upper echelon, but maybe not Tier 1, maybe Tier 2 running backs. I love him. I liked watching him on the Chargers. I think, I, dude, he was my fantasy sweetheart, man. He Any year I had him, I was doing gold. Yeah, and he always seemed to fall to like that end of first round, beginning of the second round. I, I loved having Melvin Gordon on my team in fantasy football. We're not talking fantasy right now. We're talking real life. And, we'll, dude, this team needs a quarterback. They could either draft one. In the they, And also trade Russell Okung for Trey Turner. So it's a weird, like, they are they got a cheaper deal on Trey Turner. He's a younger player. I don't think this is a team going for a rebuild. This is a team that's looking to make a run, but they're, like, they're not sure how they do it. Yeah. You know, do they trade for Cam Newton or Andy Dalton, who both, I think, if they had the right offense around them, also, if they're both healthy, like Cam Newton, not always the healthiest guy in the world, uh, hasn't been the same since 2015, you know, we were talking about that. The last time. You know, is he worth a uh, maybe like a third and then maybe a potential second next year? Uh, is, you know, maybe you look at, like, again, Andy Dalton, maybe trade him for a third. Uh 
that actually may make sense because I think Tyrod Taylor would be like a good gap quarterback for the uh, for the Bengals for until uh, Joe Burrow's ready. Yeah. Oh, maybe they do a swap for quarterbacks. That's, that's another because like Tyrod Taylor is also on a very cheap deal too. Yeah. Um, remember he was a gap quarterback for Baker his first year in Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play well in Cleveland, but you know, I think there's you could build an offense around him. Anthony Lynn was a coach on the Bills when he was on the Bills. So he knows what works for Tyrod Taylor. So maybe they look at him and they go, well, we'll have you for now. And maybe they draft a Herbert in the, the, you know, the, the top round in the first round or Tua. And they get one of those two guys. And then they try to like keep going forward with who they have, you know, either trade for Andy Dalton and swap Tyrod Taylor for Andy Dalton or keep uh, Tyrod Taylor and try to build an offense that, will fit what he can do. You know, I don't feel good about Keenan Allen's prospects with Tyrod Taylor throwing in the ball because he's not really good at intermediate throws. He's really good at the deep, deep ball. Throw. Deep ball, look, run, and maybe a check down. Like, that, those are his two major like, – he's got three moves. He's like that. He's like a Mortal Kombat character you only know how to hit, like, three buttons with. And you go, like, like, like Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat. Like, oh, I could do the freeze him thing, I could do the freeze him thing, or I could just punch. Like, that's it. He's got the throw a deep ball – Throw a check down or a run. And that that's basically Tyrod Taylor's repertoire. Not a good intermediate intermediate thrower of the ball. Uh, they got some money, so they can spend on free agents, but uh, it's a really big question is who they spend it on, right? Yeah. Uh, they need offensive line. Uh, Trey Turner is a good offensive lineman to pick up because even though he hasn't been healthy, you know, again, you're in for a relatively cheap contract. You need a right guard. Um, because they, their guard situation has been weird. And then when they didn't have uh, Mike Pouncey, they, if that, that O-line has just been horrible. When Mike Pouncey and Okun weren't playing, like uh, Philip Rivers was just getting murdered. So, you know, with uh, Trey Turner and Mike Pouncey, if they take a quarterback in the first round, right, they might not take a quarterback, which then I'm really questioning what you're doing. If you don't take Tua or Herbert, then they got to take an offensive lineman. Yeah. Take a guy like Andrew Thomas or a Jedrick Wills. Just build up that offensive line to make it serviceable. Make it a good offensive line where you're not, you know, having your quarterback murdered every other week. Maybe sign a guy in free agency who maybe is going under the radar. Maybe get Cordy Glenn in there, even though again another guy who's been an injury risk over the few years, but probably could have traded for him for nine million on his contract. I'm shocked that the Bengals weren't able to get any kind of deal for him. But the Chargers are a weird team. It's they're clearly not in rebuild mode because they still have a lot of good pieces. They got Keenan Allen. They got the the pass rushers. They got uh, Derwin James, as you may. Yeah, like they got a lot of guys. Um, you know, we said before they they tagged Hunter Henry. Like again, another guy who they're keeping on for the long haul. So another guy who t- they tagged. They released a bunch of guys. Uh. They got $53 million in cap space right now to spend. If they wanted to sign maybe a Tom Brady in free agency, that was a big rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, but you better bit. figure out that tackle situation than with Tom Brady. Yeah. Because he's going to get murdered back there if he doesn't have like some kind of semblance of an offensive line around him. Same thing anybody who goes there, but at least if you're getting some athletic guys, like, again, you have Tyrod Taylor. He's made the offensive line look a little bit better. Um, you know, with no Sheriff. You know, maybe they go for one of these guys who got released, like a Ricky Wagner or Cordy Glenn. Um, maybe they go for Joe Tooney, the the guard. But they really don't need a guard. Maybe they could use a guard on the left side too. But then you've built up the middle three 
but you don't have anybody on the edges protecting you. I think they go for tackle. I think maybe they try to go get Whitworth out of the, the L.A. Rams. That way he doesn't have to move far, right? He's like, oh, yeah. you're moving literally across uh, across lockers. There you go. We're just getting uh, Andrew Whitworth here. So hopefully the league, the actual – like I heard OTAs might get uh, canceled for uh, Corona. Yep. That, that's a big worry for a lot of people. The NFL draft might get postponed, people well, are I heard they may about. do it over the phone. Well, that's how they really like – the NFL draft does not need the whole rigmarole no. that they do. They need the players. They need to know who they're getting. They need to be able to give them the playbook. They need to be able to like get everybody set to go. The, the whole like the whole like ceremony of the draft isn't a big deal. No. First off, they're going to make money on it anyway because they're going to be able to do some kind of it's, you know NFL night special. That may be the only – like sports related thing on tv that night so well that's why i don't think it's a good idea from the push back anything yeah. with the 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 new year because honestly this is what people are gonna be talking about for the next like two or three weeks oh this guy signed here this guy talked to this person this guy signed there you know the this agent got this guy this deal so you're you're gonna hear more about nfl than any other sport because this is the business season of the nfl so why get rid of the business season when it's going to be the only thing anybody talks about on all the networks for all the you know ESPN and NFL Network and the radio, anybody who does sports radio is going to be talking about it. This is a good time of year to be football because you're not even going on during the corona BS. And then they can go ahead and find a way of, of getting everybody ready for, for the start of the season next year, especially now it's going to be a 17-game season, everybody. Y'all excited for that shit? Eh, all right. <laughs> Depends what team you root for. I guess it, well, why? Because you got 17 games of losing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it. Well, you, you got you guys could be the first 0 and 17 team. We're the only. Oh, I think you we're supposed be. to be the only 0 and 16 team. But you no, you're like no lines. No lines got 0 and 16 too, right? Yeah. They they went on. They I know they lost. I didn't know if it was before or after they moved to 16 games. No, it, it was 08, so it was oh, they were 0 and 16. So there you go, man. We could be the first 0 and 17 and 0 and 16 team, man. I'm excited. You know, everybody thought it was going to be Miami Dolphins. We're going to also get at the zero and sixteen. They didn't do it. <laughs> Thank you, Jets. Or we gave the Jet, we gave the Dolphins and the Bengals their first, uh, their first wins this year. Dude, you kept you kept the Bengals' hopes alive, and we gave oh we gave them a game. We gave them a win too. Thanks, yeah. Browns. But you, but you also beat Baltimore, so there is that. Yeah, and then they actually play not for nothing. The Browns played pretty well against Baltimore without like half of their defense. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Hopefully the Browns take a step forward. Uh, and oh, well, that's the thing because we were talking about before about trades, like the Calais Campbell trade with the dude. Baltimore's going to be a scary defense yeah. next year, man. With Calais Campbell, they're keeping Matt Judon. Sounds like they have all those corners. You know, it sounds like they're spending a lot of their. Uh, I remember I was looking at some like they got their last two big like acquisitions were Marcus Peters during the during the regular season now Calais Campbell and they only gave up fifth rounds for both of those guys dude yeah the Marcus Peters one I was I was kicking I wanted to I wanted to beat down Les uh was not Les Moonves the other guy <laughs> Leslie Sneed's uh door and be like well I can't believe you guys did that god yeah. damn it yeah so uh well, uh, thank you for listening to Draft Fest. I think we're going to try and find ways of doing more episodes going forward, considering there's, like, no one, like, you can't go anywhere right now in our area. Uh, there's roadblocks. There's people being tested. There's no roadblocks. But there are people. we're we're in the central area of the Corona yeah. Zone, 
as far as the United States. Well, it's like we'll do as many like podcast, we'll do as many episodes as we can before one of us comes down with the corona. Yeah, hopefully that's statistically very likely to happen. Yeah, I heard it's like forty to seventy percent. Yep. Yeah, that's if we start testing. If we don't test anybody, we don't know. If you I don't see. know, it didn't happen. Yeah, next week is just going to be like forty minutes of me coughing into the mic. Yes. Also, starting next week, right? We're going to start doing um call-outs, the people who go ahead and write reviews and write comments at the bottom of the episodes, right? I'm going to start and I'm going to post them too. It's like 21st century fan mail. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you commented at the bottom like, "Hey, I miss fat ass." You know who I'm talking about? Um for instance, the people who commented that, uh I might post it on the website. I might post it on the video. We'll give you a shout out. Uh, there has been quite a few people more commenting on the videos, so I'm thinking we'll go ahead and do that. If you wrote a review on the on the iTunes, I'll, I'll give you a shout out on there. If you share it, we'll share. We'll sh give you a shout out. If you share the podcast, we'll give you a shout out. You send us money, we'll give you a shout out. You send us money, we might blow you, depending on how much money you're sending. Yeah. You know, uh, so go ahead, share it, like it, write, leave a review. You can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. Uh, it's B-R-O-J-O, death, like that thing that you we're all going to be doing when we get the coronavirus, and then punch, the thing you have to do to get toilet paper when you're trying to, you know, go to the store. Uh, that's Brojo Death Punch on all platforms. Uh, you can follow Harry. Yes, uh, Harry Van Ness on Instagram. It's going to be really hard to remember, I know. And then you can, uh, like I said, like the the podcast. If it's on YouTube, uh, leave a review, a five-star review preferably. If you give us a five-star review, we will uh, leave a leave your name in the bottom, what you want, like maybe like a shout-out or what or what you like about the podcast, and we will we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll, we'll say something about you on the, on the podcast. And then, uh, oh, get, tell us your favorite team. Tell us your favorite team. Tell us your favorite episode. And again, share it, like it, all that fun stuff. And subscribe on uh, on YouTube, everybody. Even if you only listen to the podcast, go subscribe on YouTube. It's just nice to do. And uh, take care. Peace. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to be